fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. We are back at it. We've had a couple days off, and I am ready to rock and roll back behind the microphone here for a Monday, the greatest day of the entire week. Welcome into the Voice of Reason. I am Andy Hoosier, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station all over the country, radio and TV, plus our live streaming and podcasting thereafter as well. Your millennial general reporting for duty like we do every single day. Hopefully you had a fantastic, wonderful, outstanding weekend. Happy Mother's Day to you for all the mothers out there. And it was a fun one. A lot to get to. Lots to talk about regarding the weekend, regarding Mother's Day. We'll get to that here in just a second. I am excited. We have a little bit different show for you today. Some may be laughing and be like, Andy, really? Really, Andy? But yes. Oh, yeah. Chris Ciccinelli. He is the president and founder of Pure Romance. Yeah, like the National Pure Romance Company. Also, he's author of the new book, The Secret Is You, How I Empowered 250,000 Women to Find Their Passion and Change Their Lives. We'll talk with him coming up at the bottom of the hour. We are excited to talk with him. We'll talk about his book also with the last year of COVID. Has the dating scene dropped last year because of COVID? And is it on the uptick now with the ending of COVID? Kind of a fascinating topic. I'm intrigued by it, so let's chat about it. We'll do that. You can find us all over our social media sites, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Twitter, uh, twitch.tv, plus the ourfreedombook.com and our website at hoosierreason.com. You can find our live stream link to podcasts, all of that stuff. All of our social media is at Hoosier Reason, H-O-O-S-E-R, Reason. And let's get this ball rolling because we got so much to talk about today. I want to get to the issue going on in Israel in just a moment as there's bombs going off left and right there, missiles going after, and everybody's like, hey, calm down. Is it the beginning of something else going on in uh, Israel And really, the big question is going to be, are we going to do any assistance in any way, shape, or form? They are kind of our ally. So we'll talk about that here in just a second. Hopefully, everybody had a good weekend. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. It was kind of a fun Mother's Day. We did a little special something for Mrs. Voice of Reason. Got her a little card, a few little gifts, uh, kind of. And then I try to take on of, you know, the cooking for breakfast. And we tidied up the house a little bit. I got some work done and uh, ended up cooking dinner as well. And just kind of had a low-key, relaxing type of Mother's Day. At the same time, at the end of the night, we've been in the tradition of sitting down and watching the show Vikings because I'm fascinated by it. It's a very awesome show, and we sat down to watch it last night. And she's into it, too. So it wasn't just like, oh, hey, that's nice, whatever you want to do for Mother's Day, but we're going to watch Vikings. She's kind of into it as well. (laughs) Now, the best part is there's very few shows that I get kind of emotionally connected to the characters. There's a few. Play me an episode of 24, and I'll bawl my eyes out every time that Jack Bauer does something because that's just the way he's the most patriotic guy on the face of the earth well the main character for the show of vikings ragnar lothbrok uh is a very emotionally connected kind of guy too and i'm down for it like this is awesome uh so something happened last night if you've never watched the show i'm not going to spoil it for you but something happened last night that was a little bit on the sad side we go into commercial break and remember, this is Mother's Day where we're trying to spend the romantic evening and try and have some time and just unwind a little bit before the new week starts. We're sitting there watching the show and 
It uh, apparently a commercial turns on. We're watching it on Hulu. The commercial turns on. I'm not even paying attention to the commercial. I'm just kind of absorbing what happened during the show. And I go, oh. Now the wife turns to me and goes, Andy, do you want another kid? And, <laughs> wait, what? What? Hold on here. Hold on. Now, the awe apparently happened during a commercial with a little baby in it that was really super cute. I was not paying attention to it. So Mrs. Voice of Reason turns, do you want another kid? Wait a second. No, what? No, no. I was sad about Ragnar Lothbrok. <laughs> kind of killed any romantic mood there because, hey, I am ter- I am, I'm so devastated about the show. We're sad about the show. I wasn't even paying attention. But uh, now we know where some minds are at. So, anyways, it was a fun weekend. It was a lot. Of, it was really great. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there, and hopefully, you did get to spend some quality time with that mother. On the other front, we did take off Friday from the program because I was traveling up to Hayes, Kansas, in the middle of the state, kind of the northwestern corner of the state, for the annual Kansas State Rifle Association convention. It was great. I got to MC it. It was a wonderful event. I absolutely loved it. I love going up and I love speaking at it. I love partaking. I am on the board of directors as well, so I got to partake in uh, some of the voting and stuff there too. But it, it overall just went great. And the people that turned out, that's awesome. If you didn't turn out, then the heck's wrong with you if you're in other parts of the country. No, it was great. We had some great speakers. We had a lot of elected officials and people running for office here in the state of Kansas. We also went on Saturday for a shootout. Uh, at the local range up there, which was really, really cool. And I have to admit that I have I, I loved it because I have not had a chance to shoot my firearms a whole lot lately, and it was awesome. So I got to shoot my handgun, my, my firearm, my 45 caliber, and uh, which I have shot, I, I was joking on the course because I've had it for like two years, year and a half, two years, and I've maybe shot 10 rounds out of it like a year ago, year and a half ago. So it's a brand new firearm. And I think I did relatively well with it. They were doing the challenge, the competitions with the with the metal plates and shooting, and he had 10 rounds to fire off and try and hit the six plates, and we had three rounds to do that. I The first round, I and I only had nine rounds in the first one, so I didn't even get the full 10 rounds, and I shot five out of the six, so I had one standing. Not too terribly bad. And then the second one just kind of went downhill from there. I had two standing and then three standing, so I kind of went downhill from there. I blame it on the wind. It was a very windy day. And I just blame the heavy winds for what went on with the firearm. Funny enough, one of the local county commissioners that I'm good friends with ended up using my firearm. And he's like, yeah, you know what, can I shoot some? So I gave him, and he just did one round, and he missed the first couple, but then he hit all six down, and then he gave me a hard time for doing better with my firearm than what I did. But hey, you know what? Just trying to get back into the swing of things. Just trying to do my part. So it was a lot of fun. Then we got to actually hang out with the Fort Hayes State University Shooting Club, which I was not aware that there was a shooting club there, let alone the fact that they are like national champions in college shooting sports. They're kind of awesome. So we got to shoot with them and do the sporting clays with their 12-gauge shotguns, got to do some of those. I went around 50 60% there, did pretty well. I was happy. The fact that I haven't done uh, clay birds or clay pigeons like that since like the age of 10 or 11 or 12. So it's been a long time since I've done that too. It's been 20 years since I've done that in a 4-H club, in a 4-H camp. That's how long it took me since I've actually shot a gun like that, or at least done the, the clay pigeons. So I was pretty impressed, pretty happy with the way I did, but it was a lot of fun to watch everybody else. And overall, just a super awesome event, and uh, we'll give you some more updates later on as well. But hopefully you had a great weekend as well. It was beautiful. It's sunny. Summertime is finally here, and the heat definitely got to me because I like my cold.
I like the cold and went home, took a super awesome, like, no heat, cold shower, just to cool ever down, relax, and ready to go again. All right. I want to shift gears a little bit. we got a lot to get to today. There is some news out of Washington, D.C. We have some news with the vaccines that we'll touch on today as well. We'll talk about romance and dating with COVID-19 and how it's affected that one. But first, it's, it's kind of ongoing as we speak, so we'll talk about the latest and what's trending right now. What's trending today? So there are... It's ongoing now, and I saw a post. I'm trying to find it on social media again. There was a post on Facebook from someone that just kind of posted about what's going on. Most people in their bunkers, in their basements, and in their bomb shelters at their homes in Israel right now as the bombing continues on. As the headline from the Sun.com, Hamas fires seven rockets at Jerusalem over Israel's, quote, crime and aggression after a holy mosque stormed by cops. So the little that I've been able to gather from this, because I don't follow a whole lot of it, and I, I found out about this recently, is apparently there was some concern about a mosque and there were police from Israel that ended up raiding the mosque about concerns about some type of terrorist or terrorist activity. That caused some individuals to get very angry. Now we have the extremist radical Muslims uh, throwing missiles into Israel. Israel's missile, uh, missile defense systems working relatively well, it sounds like, but they're trying to send them back that way because you don't mess with them and if you're going to do that we will bomb you again uh, my curiosity when all this is said and done or while this is going on even is what's going to be the response from the biden administration the barack obama administration was not favorable to israel in any way shape or form in fact when hamas and the palestinians would send rockets over to israel they would tell them do not retaliate do not send rockets back over there or else we will cut funding you will not be our ally and we will come after you ourselves as well those threats literally happened during the Barack Obama administration. I'll never forget as well, threatening to shoot down aircraft of Israel while they were going over to Palestine because they were being attacked. And how dare you defend yourself? You're not allowed to defend yourself. That's kind of the motto of the Democrats anyways, is you're not allowed to defend yourself. You need to take the hit and take the hit. Just play the victim. Play the victim. Just be the victim. Everybody will take care of you. Just whine and cry. Go to your safe space. Go to your little cabinet. Go to your little corner. Go to your safe space room, whatever it is, and just decompress. We don't want you to retaliate. We can't be doing something like that because you're in the wrong if you do that. Your ultra-masculinity is showing. That's kind of the same principle that they've shown on foreign policy issues as well. Apparently, they don't quite understand the livelihoods of what Israel and Jerusalem have to go through on a day-to-day -day basis constantly having to defend themselves from threats, constantly having to make sure their missile defense systems are actually working properly, constantly trying to defend their people left and right from bombs from the radical Muslims of the group that hate, absolutely despise the Jewish population. Now, what they don't realize is that, Jew, uh, that Jerusalem actually has numerous different religions, including Muslims, including Jews, including Christians, including all these individuals and all these sects actually in Jerusalem that coexist together. And they do relatively well with that. They actually work very well that way. But then you have the radicals outside that believe that is their land and how dare Israel be there and how dare the Jewish individuals be there and we're going to bomb you. And because they didn't like the raiding of a mosque, they felt entitled to shoot the missiles. Benjamin Netanyahu, God bless that guy, prime minister for Israel, has retaliated and said that you cannot shoot upon us and not expect a retaliation and we will destroy you because you have to kind of be that strong in order to survive in that area, in that region of the world for that long. Just throwing it out there. You kind of have to be pretty firm and pretty, uh, pretty strong and constantly on edge. That's why the military there, you don't mess with those guys and gals. 
many gals as well. One of my uh, celebrity crushes is Gal Gadot, the woman that plays um, uh, Wonder Woman. She's in the military. She has like 100 confirmed kills in the Israeli army. Kind of awesome. Like she's legitimately a Wonder Woman. She's pretty cool. That's the type of toughness that you have to have as a male and a female in that region just to survive. And the response from Joe Biden's administration right now, from the State Department, just calm down, everybody just cease. Just everybody just stop. Why can't we all just get along? That's the message coming out of the Biden administration right now, which obviously isn't going to do anything. Instead of saying, hey, Benjamin not, uh, ben, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, hey, Israel, what do you need there, pals? We're your allies. We can help you out with anything that's going on. We're going to make sure this ends right now. They can't be shooting missiles. If they're upset about a mosque issue, then we talk about this and we figure it out. But there's a legitimate reason, obviously, why you raided a mosque. So, hey, what do you need? What can we assist you with? Let's make this happen. We're not trying to start World War III. We are saying don't just randomly shoot off missiles because you're upset. You can't do that. That's not okay. But instead, the left-wing Democrat Biden administration, that's essentially a mimicking of the Obama administration that was very unfavorable to the Jewish community in Israel, they're going down that same path again. Now, imagine the difference between the Biden administration and what a secondary Trump administration would be when this scenario happened, is that we would have fighter jets in the air right now assisting Israel, making sure that Hamas stops their raid and their missiles because we're not going to tolerate something like that. Difference in policy, difference in strategy. Not that I want to get involved in foreign affairs in the Middle East again because Donald Trump did a heck of a job pulling everybody out of there. But at the same time, you need to support our allies and help them out with what we can help out with. And it just doesn't seem like right now the current administration actually wants to do that. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. 
You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right, you are 24 minutes past the hour. Welcome in. Thanks for hanging out with us today on a Monday, the greatest day of the entire week, radio and TV, plus our live streaming and podcasting. No matter where you may be watching or listening, we appreciate you very, very much all over our social media at Hoosier Reason. You can find us on there. You can find us on any of your favorite podcasting sites at The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Subscribe, get it automatically downloaded. We are growing by leaps and bounds every single month, and we appreciate you very, very much. By the way, I uh, I apologize. It took me only a week longer than what I expected, but I finally got it up there because I just keep forgetting and I forgot to do it. But it's up there now. If you go to HoosierReason.com, you can find all of our infomercials, our product infomercials, our satire product infomercials and the latest one that we did just a week ago the intruder be gone as we talk about second amendment issues the intruder be gone is officially up on our website at hoosierreason.com so you can go and check that one out at hoosierreason.com no i in hoosier h-o-o-s-e-r reason.com if you find it there the top part you'll find the tab for special features you can click there and see all of our infomercials the latest one intruder be gone that one's officially up there for you for your downloadable pleasure right there all right we got a lot to get to here i want to shift gears just a little bit while we talk about issues in the middle east as you know one thing that i was very happy about during the trump administration was our energy independence with oil the fact that we weren't buying oil from the middle east so we didn't have to get involved in that as much as we used to we could actually be independent on our own we could kind of do our own thing and that's kind of changed already under the Biden administration. He stopped some of the uh, pipelines. He stopped some of our own production. And we're starting to buy oil from overseas again, which is probably why we saw oil go from, what, like $2 when Trump was in office up to almost 3 now, 270 280 depending where you're at across the nation. In California, I think it's over like 3 320 316 something like that. Last I saw, a couple weeks ago at least, uh, online. Uh, no, I've not been to California recently, although I would love to go. Would love to go, but have yet to do that one. But that's why gas jumped, is because no longer are we being energy independent again. No, no, we can't be doing that. We need to buy the oil from overseas. While we see all the issues going on overseas, we're just giving them the money again, just like we've done for oh so long. Here's the latest largest U.S. fuel, and I can't even read the story without it jumping on me. Yahoo News right now. Largest U.S. fuel pipeline vows to overcome hacks by the end of the week. Now, the media is going to run with a story like this as we see uh, different oil companies or energy companies have their software get hacked and they end up shutting down pipelines. They're saying natural gas may go up in price now because they're trying to transport from a pipeline, apparently from like Texas and Oklahoma up to New Jersey. And they had to shut it down because of a software hack that they don't know where it came from. The Biden administration said it did not come from Russia. I'd like to see that one. But regardless, it really makes you think a little bit. We're transporting this natural gas, we're transporting oil, we're transporting our energy somewhere, and yet we have to shut it down because it got hacked. Now, is it going to happen? I guess it's going to happen. But it really makes you start to reconsider our energy usage, doesn't it? To me, they gave so much crap to Texas during that extreme cold stint back in February. Remember that? And how dare they actually have their regional or their district or their countywide energy companies and their energy products. And, and you know, why did they actually do that? Because, look, now they weren't prepared. And it was because they weren't allowed to actually open up coal plants. They knew it was coming. They got denied by the Department of Energy and the Biden administration. No, you're not allowed to open up these additional coal plants for the extreme cold. And therefore, then we saw so many people without power and it was negative 20 degrees outside. No one knew what to do because Texas doesn't get that kind of weather. 
and they kind of rallied on beating up the small energy companies that only contribute to energy for uh, regional areas. And I love that idea because I love having regional. I love having the smaller. I don't like having a network-connected nationwide type of energy because how easy is for that switch to be either, either turned off or to be hacked or something happened to it and then everybody be affected by that. So we need to start reevaluating what our energy is going to look like as we apparently are not going to be energy independent for a while. And while we start looking at how we're going to distribute oil, natural gas, and those sorts of things across the nation, for us to be sustaining to keep prices low, but yet for us to be safe and secure as well, kind of the difficult situation to be in right now. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right you are. Welcome back into the program, the fastest hour of radio on radio, plus our live streaming, podcasting, TV, and radio all over the country. Welcome into the program, trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that five-pound bag, trying to rebrand the millennial generation, one radio listener at a time. That's what we're all about, and welcome aboard here on the program already, almost midway through May. I have a feeling 2021 is going to go by way fast. Last year, we were just like shut down and not moving, not doing anything. So it seemed to drag on forever. But this year, things are happening, man. Back up and at it, ready to rock and roll. We just came back from the Kansas State Rifle Association's annual convention. That was a lot of fun. Talked about that a little bit earlier. We'll do that again here in just a little bit. But now, last year, how's it been with you with COVID? Obviously, you haven't been able to go out and do a whole lot. Most bars, restaurants, nightclubs, not going to close down throughout the uh, throughout the country, uh, dating. I, I've got to admit, and I've told Mrs. Voice of Reason about this as well, is that I, I really wish her and I would have met in like a speed dating thing. Do you ever try that? I've always wanted to try that. Now I have no interest in doing that now, but I've always wanted to try the whole speed dating. I thought that would be kind of interesting to see if you can gather the personality of someone within like a 10 or 15 minute span. And I'm sure that some of those would be very awkward. See, I would go into that trying to be as awkward as possible just to see how they would actually respond to something like that. But I'm excited. Let's shift gears a little bit. And let's talk about you and lockdowns, COVID the last year. If you are single, how has it hurt the dating scene across the nation? Plus, he's the author of the new book, The Secret Is You, How I Empowered 250,000 Women to Find Their Passion and Change Their Lives. He is the president and CEO of Pure Romance as well. It's Chris Chickenelli here with us. Chris, how are you, my friend? 
I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me today. Hey, it's great to have you on the program. I appreciate it very much. It's been an odd year, obviously, with COVID, uh, but with, with pure romance, with just dating in general over the last year, uh, did it affect, was it affected quite a bit with COVID or d- did people actually just kind of go inward and find ways to party and enjoy on their own? I think people found a lot of ways to actually connect. I mean, if you think about it right now, there are so many people that were this year affected by having to stay home, having to figure out exactly how they were going to date. You know, Netflix and chill had a whole different terminology to it, didn't it, this year? Uh, so, you know, literally it was one of those years that uh, people were, you know, figuring out new ways to communicate, new ways to connect. Uh, dating took a little bit of, of, a, of, of a different turn. You couldn't go to the restaurants. You couldn't go out at, at night to the different clubs. But people found alternate ways of, of having relationships. If it was, you know, Zoom relationships, if it was communication, more talking. I think you found people having more courtship during, during this year than they had uh, in, in previous years. That's almost a good thing, isn't it? I mean, sometimes we rush too much into the the face to face physical kind of thing, and having maybe the, the the online dating, which I was never an online dating app kind of guy. I I got married before that. I guess really got popular. I just wasn't aware of it. Or <laughs> as you mentioned with the the Zoom conference calls, with actually meeting virtually, maybe people got to know each other a little bit deeper. Maybe it's a good thing. Well, you know, I think here's the thing. You know, you take a look at our business. Our business uh, definitely had an increase of not just the dating, but just couples in general, right? I think people had you know, kind of got back to that kind of sacred relationship of, hey, communicating and keeping those doors of communication open. I think that was the big thing. People, you know, had to spend so much time together. Most people hadn't spent that much time together, even in their marriages. And, you know, this was a a time for everybody to kind of get back, start talking, start talking about what they wanted out of their relationship. And companies like mine, you know, you know, we had a 50% increase in business because people were looking for ways to communicate, ways to, uh, you know, have that little kind of secrets between the two of them. So it was, it was definitely a, a, a different year. And that's why, you know, this year our business just kind of blew up. And that's why I wrote this book. Yeah. You know, I wrote the book because there were so many people getting ready to start a side hustle and, and asking me, hey, how did you take a business from a, a million dollars to $350 million? And, and that was kind of the, 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 the antithesis was like seeing so many, the need of so many people needing communication. The divorce rate, let's put it this way, is creeping, right? It was, it was 50% when I started back in 2000. Now it's upwards of 60%, and they think it could hit 65%. Wow. And it's because people haven't had that time to communicate. They haven't had that time to reconnect uh, with each other. And so that was the demand of our business getting bigger and more and more people started needing more information. And so that's exactly why I put this book out there. That's amazing. Let's talk about some of those tips because you're right. I mean, with so many people that stayed at home, maybe they got laid off. Maybe they had to work virtually from home. They just had to adapt their lives a lot. I mean, my wife and I, we started kind of our own media company as well on the side that's slowly building and growing. But those side projects really became a big thing for a lot of people, whether it was remodeling the house, whether it was actually starting a business, whether it was adapting their business to be able to do, you know, drive through at a restaurant or to work virtually from home. I mean, it is as bad as COVID was over the last year, it opened up a lot of opportunities for people to kind of adapt and maybe excel and take a couple leaps forward, didn't it? I think it did. Here's the thing. You know, you sit back and you think about it. the side hustle is the new, the new security. I mean, people right now don't want to put their livelihoods in somebody else's hands. They don't want us to sit back and have a job anymore that is sitting back and saying, just over broke, just getting by. And what I look at a job today now is I kind of go by Warren Buffett's methodology, two incomes are better than one. And I think people will continue to have their job, right? They're going to continue to go to work, but they're never really going to figure out if they can get ahead. And that's where you start looking at, at small businesses. And my years for the last 20 years 
working with 250,000 small businesses and teaching them ways to, to understand how to grow, how to market themselves. And everybody always asks me, what is the tip? What do I need to do? What's the secret plan? And in every book you read out there, you know, most of them are theory-based, most of them are research-based, but nothing's really actually experience-based. And so that was kind of the game plan for the book is I didn't want to see people that were going to start it. You know, if it was you and your wife that were going to start a media business, how do you not fail when you go into this? And I see too many small business owners, they, they give up before they get going, right? They're not patient. We live in this fast food society that everything's supposed to happen right now. Yeah. And that's why the book was so important for me to write and get out to people and say, hey, patience, it's going to be okay, and here's how the steps you need to take to get something off the ground. Well, patience and slow growing. I mean, I'm to the point to where I get off work, then I work every day, then I go home and I work in the mm-hmm. evening, and then all weekend long, I don't have time to rest, but that's kind of what you do. I mean, if you're starting a small business, if you're starting those side projects, and if you like it and passionate about what you're doing, I mean, you're going to get to that point to where you're you're working almost two jobs, and then you decide, okay, which one do yep. I actually do, and which one's going to be fruitful, or you stick with the two jobs because you just enjoy those. But uh, to just think that all of a sudden it's going to turn into a million dollar business overnight, it just it doesn't work that uh, way. So many people think that, and that's where you know the whole thought process of detach from the outcome. Like I talked to so many young business owners that said, "I go, you know, I want to I want to make six figures, or I want to build a million dollar business, or I want to build whatever life that they want." And I'm always like, "Look, I hear you. Okay, that's the outcome. Now let's talk about the processes that you're going to put in place to get your business to that level. And it's the phone calls, the extra text messages, it's the extra emails, it's the extra hours. You're absolutely right. And do people understand if they truly want to go out there and design something? that they need to make sure they're committing to that process. They detach from the, the, the big, you know, goal that they're trying to set. I know that sounds kind of, you know, awkward to some people out there because like, no, focus on the goal, focus on the goal. I'm like, no, focus on the processes that is going to get the goal accomplished. And so that's what we talk about with the small business owners. And, and it, it, you know, my, my, one of my business owners I've been working with for the last 10 years, uh, you know, went from, you know, having a $2 million business to having a $30 million business. Yeah. But it has taken time, it's taken patience, and it's taken relentless hours of work. And uh, and that's the stuff that people have to understand. And that's when, when the secret is you, that was what we put in this book, was what is the game plan? What is the what is the, what they need to do to get it accomplished? Yeah, absolutely. We're talking with Chris Ciccinelli, President and CEO of Pure Romance, also author of the book, The Secret Is You. You can find that all over Amazon and other places where books are sold as well. Let's talk about how you get your products out there. If you are starting a side business, how you get your product out there nowadays. I am. I mean, I'm 32. I'm a millennial, but I despise social media, and I have it for my radio show. <laughs> but I realize that social media is kind of how you get in front of so many people. I just last week just started a TikTok because I've heard from the younger generation that Facebook is for old people. So I have to learn how to adapt <laughs> with TikTok now. Is that how marketing goes? Is you need to have that online presence to make that uh, get everybody to know what's going on? Yeah, you have to choose your platforms, right? You know, I'm I'm not on TikTok. I I I know a lot of people that are on TikTok, and you know, Facebook is still an animal. Like, if you're going to market, where most commerce is really coming from today is definitely Facebook. You know, um, that's where a lot of products are being sold. You know, what I would say about uh, a brand, a brand is going to be built on TikTok. A brand is going to be built on Instagram. Where you really exchange commerce is going to be on Facebook still. Um, and, and that's where we talk about people. But what they have to understand is they have to have these mean, these modes of communication. They have to meet the customer where the customer's at. And I think if it's building a brand by showing your lifestyle, if it's building a brand by talking about your product, which most people think people buy products, they don't. They buy people. And that's the product. And that's what we talk about. I mean, whatever you're going to sell, you're probably going to be good at it because people, you're articulate, will want to buy from you. And they know when they buy something from you, 
whatever service, whatever product that they're going to buy, they know that you're going to be the one that's going to be backing them. You're going to treat them with the LTV, which is lifetime value. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the thing that I'm seeing so many business owners understand. Oh, gosh, you're right. I'm not selling this. I'm selling myself. And that's really kind of interesting when you talk to a new business owner is they don't get it. They, they still in that mindset that I'm selling a product and they, I got to get them to switch and say, no, I am the product. That's amazing. We got just about a minute left before we have to let you go and take a break here. But last question for you. I, I saw a story just last week that adult um, things are back on the sale and a massive increase in condoms and that sort of thing right now. Obviously, the last year has been hard for people to meet person to person. Do you think that we're going to see a COVID boom hereafter and we're going to see babies born in the next nine to 10 months after people are actually out and about again after COVID? I think we're good. I think we were getting ready to have a new culture that's getting ready to start. Yes, I do. I think there's a lot of people that are like, "Hey, I, I'm going to get back to, to my my normal life." And I always tell people, "No, it's time to get back to better." Right? Let's figure out how we take all the stuff we learned through finding more about ourselves, more about what type of relationship that we want, making sure we're very secure before we go into that, because I think that's going to be where you're going to see a lot of people changing you know, course of their life, and they're going to do some things that are different. So I think we're still I really do. And I think, you know what, um, that's why our company is going to continue to be out there, Pure Romance, to educate and be that kind of lay sexual health professionals for people that are asking questions. I love it. Good stuff. Chris Chickenelli, uh, The Secret Is You is the book, also Pure Romance. You can visit them online, chrischickenelli.com. Chris, it's good to talk to you, my friend. I appreciate your time very much. Let's get you back on the show again soon. Definitely. Have a great day. Thanks yeah, so much. You as well. Appreciate that very much. All right, we'll take a break. We'll wrap up the show today for a Monday as we can continue on enhancing politics and you all at the same time. That's what we're all about right here on the show. All right, we'll take a break right here on The Voice of Reason for a Monday. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. 
You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today on a Monday. Thanks again to Chris Chickenelli coming on the program. Pure Romance, author of his latest book. We appreciate that. Interesting conversation. For sure. I mean, it's a small business and it's growing. And you know what? I am always about ways for people to adapt and find ways to excel during any period of time. And we need to expand those horizons. That's why I created a TikTok app uh, profile, because I don't like it. I think it's dumb. It's just like little 15, 20 second video clips of stupid. But nonetheless, there are a lot of people on there that do have some good information. And it's reaching a younger crowd as well that that's what they're all about. So you know what? We're trying to expand conservatism in that sense. If you're a small business and you're trying to open a small business or try and get a small business up and off the ground, whether it's doing it full time or whether it's just a side income. I completely agree with him. Look, I think there is a new, I, I guess you could call it an awakening, a massive awakening nationwide, worldwide right now, of people saying, how can I become more independent and less reliable? There is a tear right now. There is a fork in the road, and there are some that are loving the dependence. They're loving having that quote-unquote safety net. They love the government taking care of them. They don't want to go back to work because they're making more money on unemployment benefits during COVID-19. They want the government to expand their health care benefits so they don't have to worry about health care. They can just do it through the government. Government will take care of them. They'll give them that mandatory you know, monthly universal basic income. We'll start seeing that in July with a lot of the individuals that have children with that child tax credit. Instead of just writing it off on your taxes at the end of the year, you're going to get a monthly payment totally about conditioning us for universal basic income. They love it. And if you have like seven kids, then guess what? You're going to get a hefty paycheck every single month. You're not going to have to work. Plus, you have the food stamps, and you have the SNAP program, and then you're going to get the the monthly uh, money coming in. It's going to be beautiful. You're not going to have to work for many individuals like that. Then we go to the others that are like, I want to complete independence. And I've been feeling that as well for, for many aspects. This COVID year has really opened the eyes for many of, wait a second, I don't want to have to be dependent on anybody. I don't want to be dependent on the government telling me that I have to wear a mask. I don't want to have to be dependent on Dr. Fauci telling me that I need to get a vaccine to boost my immune system. I want to figure out a way to do it on my own. People are realizing, wait a second, there's so much in my life, in my normal life routine, that I am out of control on. If the food supply gets tainted with something, I'm out of food. If there's a virus uh, spreading through the air, I'm sick right now. I'm maybe not at the weight that I want or I'm not as the health level that I want or I don't go to the gym nearly as much. I could get sick from this. If my job gets laid off, I'm out of an income. And that fear, that eye-opening fear of, oh my gosh, I have so much debt that if I do get laid off and I don't have any income, they're going to start seizing my assets, my car, my home. They're going to start taking you know whatever out. It's a scary position to be in. People are starting to wake up and realize, I think COVID, as scary as the last year has been with the virus, I think has done a lot of good. I think that it's brought people back home to the family values by actually having dinner at the dinner table with their family again. I think that it's been able to, as he mentioned, with some of the dating stuff, be able to connect a little bit better with actual talking as opposed to just meeting at a bar and hooking up. I think that it's actually helped individuals realize that maybe their job isn't as secure as what it was before. And they started looking at other options for side projects or for side jobs or for looking at different jobs or for getting going back to school and getting a different certificate, whatever it is. I think people are starting to wake up and realize, wait a second, I don't want to be dependent on any. That's true conservatism, isn't it? The individual. And when you do well, 
then the community does well. For example, if you're concerned about tainted food, guess what? You're going to start growing a garden in your backyard. You're going to go herbal medicines to where you can actually do that in case you don't have any aspirin. You're going to grow food so that way you can get potatoes or carrots or onions or whatever else you like to grow in your backyard. And guess what? You're doing well. You are becoming self-sufficient. And I'm not promoting this lifestyle on you. I'm just saying there's a lot of people, including myself, that have started to wake up and realize this. And when you start growing those things, then guess what? The community does better as well. Hey, neighbor, guess what? I have a heck of a lot of extra tomatoes. Here you go. Here's a bag of tomatoes. Oh, you're a farmer and a rancher. You have some animals. Guess what? We'll swap a goat and some chickens for some potatoes. Guess what? You've created a community that's not dependent on the grocery store where they're going to run out of toilet paper anyways as soon as a pandemic happens. You're not going to rely on the government. You're doing your vitamins. You're doing the exercise. You become self-sufficient. You have your side business. So if you do get laid off because the economy takes a tank, you're not completely desolate and you've actually been able to become self-sufficient a little bit. There's no, That's encouraged. That's the conservative way. The progressive way is to sit back, to play the victim, let the government take care of you, spend more money to be able to get that government check with that benefits, roll in, get that government health care, and then complain about the world around you and the other ones are working really hard and they're mad that their taxes are going up. Oh, the difference in livelihood. And I love to experience that and just be able to compare between one and the other. That does it for us today. Podcast up in a little bit. We're here all this week. Make sure to stay tuned in. Until then, this is The Voice Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. Everybody have a great Monday. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.